To another episode of Hitting Pay Dirt by Impact Sports. This is episode number 24, and I'm Alex Beaudry. With me for a very special episode, my very first client, you beat Clint by a couple days, you, you got your paperwork in on time, is Mr. Elijah Reed. Elijah, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Um, we were just shooting the breeze a little bit before we got going here, and I'm actually flying out to Denver this week to catch up with you as you got some stuff going on where you're training and we'll get into all that later. So I'm, I'm excited to actually meet and shake your hand in person. So yes, sir. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Elijah's a safety from South Dakota and you guys had some, some ballers on that defense. Um, not only yourself, but, um, Jack Cochran and some other guys that can play. Um, what was it like? What was it like playing with some, some studs? Uh, we had a really, really special group, uh, special senior class. Um, you know, we all decided, you know, that we need to turn the program around and kind of just uh, make it more of a competitive team in a championship culture. So, um, yeah, those guys were great, and uh, we all meshed very well. That's that's awesome, man. Well, we'll get into your time at South Dakota. Uh, but first, I want to talk a little bit NFL. Um what do you think of this year's playoffs, man? Who, first of all, you, you're a you're a Denver area kid, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, so sir. did you grow up a Broncos fan? <laughs> yes, sir, I did. So it's Broncos weird. Sure. Clint Clint's the same way. He's from the Denver area as well. So my first two clients, both I don't know how that worked out. Coincidence, <laughs> I guess. Um, yes, sir. So um, so what did you think of the playoffs this year? Who who who, who do you like? What do you think's going on with the Bengals Rams? What do you what were your feelings on this year's postseason? Uh, I think this postseason was probably the best it's been in a while, honestly. A lot of close games, a lot of great teams, you know, a lot of underdog teams, um, you know, winning winning those games. So I think uh, this playoffs was very great and uh, fun to watch. Um, yeah. Yeah, so. I, I, I'm a Packer fan, so I didn't think they were as good as everybody else thought they were because, you know, once again, uh, always a bridesmaid, never a bride here in Green Bay. Uh, at least that's how it feels. Um, and now we get to deal with uh, the Aaron Rodgers drama for a whole nother off season. And he might be in Denver. He, uh, he might, yes, that's, that's kind of where people are, are thinking he's going to end up. So we'll, we'll see. Who do you, who do you like in the Super Bowl? We got Super Bowl 56 in uh, four or five days here. Bengals or Rams? Who do you like? I like the Rams. They have, they have a lot of firepower, offense and defense. Um, yeah, and I think they just they, they're going to match up well against a really good Bengals team. But uh yeah, I got I got the Rams 31-17. Ooh, okay. So so not even really that close. What I like about what I like about this game is um both teams can score in bunches. I mean, you look at Burrow and Chase, those two have a chemistry that I, I think is unmatched. And then on the other side, you got Stafford and Cup and OBJ. What I like about it is you could have a team go up twenty-one to seven, and this game is not over. I mean, teams can score, Definitely. so um, I think I think Cincinnati's got to keep Burrow on their feet, and Cincinnati's definitely got to take care of the ball because a couple turnovers and yeah, LA can certainly put up some points. So I definitely think the Bengals 
but they, Bengals have a chance if their D line can control the game. Um, their D linemen are, you know, they have a really good group. So I think they could they could be the ones to turn the game around if it do happen. Yeah. On the flip side, they have some question marks at offensive line, and you're going against Aaron Donald and Von Miller. Right. And right. that, as a as a civilian, as a non football player, that is scary, man. Aaron Donald is a scary human being. <laughs> yes, sir. They, so, they got a nice group. So, so as you're kind of going through this this process now, when you're watching games on Sunday, what's that like? What's it like? Are, are you putting yourself in their shoes? Are are you looking at schemes, or are you just kind of watching it like a fan right now? Uh, I'm I'm kind of looking at it different, uh, you know, looking at scheme and looking at coverages and, you know, just situation of games, trying to, you know, put myself in those shoes and figure out if, like, you know, the situation and thinking if, like, they're looking to do this because of the down the distance or, you know, things like that. So I'm kind of looking at it as a player instead of a fan. Yeah. Um, that's – yeah, that's awesome. I remember – Many years ago when I played in high school, it was kind of the same way. You kind of you, you, you look at what you're doing in practice and you're looking at what the guys who are, you know, professionals doing, doing it. And I can only imagine someone in your shoes who's, you know, going to be playing on Sundays next year, what that process is like. And, um, you know, you, you get to you get to experience it much different than, than most people out there. So very cool. Yes, sir. <clears throat> um, all right. So let's go back to your high school days. So what was... Uh, what was it like coming out of high school? What was recruitment like? What schools were you checking out? Who was looking at you? What? How would you describe that experience? Uh, it was a, <laughs> it was a bumpy, bumpy journey. Um, you know, a lot of, I got a lot of interest mail uh, from, you know, a lot of different schools: FBS, FCS, D two, D three. Just a lot of, a lot of mail from everywhere, and you never know what you're gonna you know, where you're going to end up because of how much is coming in and where you want to be and things like that. So, you know, I kind of just took my time with the whole process, tried to, you know, my parents and my family helped me out a lot just through the process of, you know, options and thinking how I want to do it. Um, yeah, it was it was a long journey. Uh, difficult for sure because, you know, you're hearing a lot of great things and the team wants you and this and that. And, you know, you don't always get the offer. So, it's 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 kind of kind of tricky sometimes at times. Did you did you only play defense in high school, or did you play both ways? Like, what was what was uh, what was Elijah like coming out of high school? Uh, I played receiver. That was my main position coming into high school, and then uh, I got an opportunity because injuries. Uh, my sophomore, well, I played both ways. Um, my freshman year, offense or receiver, safety, linebacker. I played a lot of different positions, but. Going to varsity on my sophomore year, I was a receiver primarily, and we had injury in the back end at safety, and they gave me an opportunity, and that was my best season <laughs> as a defensive player in my life. So, <laughs> so uh, you're walking around today, six one, six two, two hundred and twelve pounds. Is that what you were at the Dream Bowl? Uh, six six two two fourteen. Two fourteen. Yes, um. Were you that big in high school, or did it take some time Ooh. to add on? <laughs> it took a lot of time. Uh, I was I probably came into high school five eleven, six foot, and I was like one seventy five, one eighty five. So I was I was really skinny, um, in high school, and uh, put on weight 
you know, as my time went on in college and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. I'm small. I, I, I know the feeling. So I'm six, two, six, three, 190 pounds now. But when I was a sophomore in high school, I was five, six, five, seven. And then I grew like six inches in one year, but never put on any weight. So I was like six, two, 165 pounds soaking wet, you know, just real, real <laughs> skinny. And then, and then I didn't add any weight until college when I started drinking beer. That's when I got, <laughs> so it took me even longer. So, all right. So you're, um, kind of playing both ways. You had a really good year of defense. Um, how'd you end up at South Dakota? How'd you pick, how'd you pick there? How'd you land there? Oh, uh, I had a few offers. I had one from, or I had like all the uh, offers from the RMAC, the Rocky Mountain uh, D2. Um, and South Dakota was my biggest offer. And then <clears throat> North Dakota offered offered me after my visit. And that's when I committed. <laughs> but, uh, you know, going to South Dakota, it was a great, great experience. Great, uh, you know, visit. Just uh, looking at the facilities, the players, that's, that's uh that was already there. You know, the coaching staff, everything, uh, you know, felt felt like home for me and um a great fit uh on my visit and things like that. So, you know, it it, it was a it was a nice journey. Um and also playing in the dome is can't beat that. <laughs> Not when you're in South Dakota and the for weather sure. can be either extremely hot, which most people don't understand. Yes. Um, and then as it gets cold, it gets really cold. So yeah, yes. the dome can be, the dome can be real nice. Um, so this, this past year, um, you had a, a fantastic season. Um, the thing that caught my eye the most was the four forced fumbles. Um, uh, well, and your size. I mean, most, most safeties aren't walking around six, two, two, 14, two, 20. I think you were listed in the program. Um, which what I like about that is, and I'd be curious to get your thoughts on who you would compare yourself to, but I think of a guy like Justin Simmons, you know, that big, uh, you know, as a Bronco fan, you'd know him well, that big, you know, presence in the back end who can come up, can play outside linebacker, you can play, you know, goal line, you can, you know, you can do it all. And then, and then the force fumbles lets me know that you, you're not afraid to come up and, and stick somebody. So um, how do you feel your senior year went at, at South Dakota here? Uh, I think it went really well. Um, I was battling a couple injuries uh, my senior year, but other than that, it was it was a really good year. Uh, the team, you know, we all bought in, uh, worked hard, and you know, competed. And uh, the coaching staff was very, very great. So I felt I felt like my senior year was probably my best year uh, put together. So. So with the with the force fumble specifically, is that a mentality you had? Is it something that you just you just want to come up and hit somebody, and if the ball comes loose, great? Or is that something you're attacking? Or kind of what's your philosophy around turnovers? Uh, it's always you know always a mentality to you know take the ball away, get our offense an extra possession, um, and our coaches harped on that a lot you know this year, and um, you know just taking the ball away, give a offense another another opportunity, an extra opportunity advantage to win the game. So. That's always the goal to take the ball away and um, you know turn turn the offense the other offense over and you know give ourselves chances to win. Yeah, and you know I think of um, most people I don't know realize that that it's an art form. I think of like, do you remember the name Peanut Tillman played with yes, the sir. Bears? <laughs> yes, uh, sir. You know, as a Packer fan, I hated seeing that guy twice a year because he <laughs> would just come up 
and, and and the ball is like on the ground. Like every time he made a tackle, you held your breath because he 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 was looking for that football. And that's yes, sir. Um, yeah, I, I I love that in players when they have that kind of extra edge, you know. And you know, some defensive backs don't like to necessarily hit, and I didn't get that sense from you. I get the sense that you oh, yeah. don't, you don't mind coming up and hitting somebody. Yes, sir. I don't mind hitting that up. <laughs> um. Okay. So then, at, let's talk um a little bit after the season's over. Um. Do I have my facts right that you were invited to the FCS poll? Is um, that... no, I didn't. I didn't get an official visit, but I did speak with them. Okay. Uh, um, but you did end up at the Dream Bowl, and yes, um, so that was in Virginia, and they had a different experience this year with the weather. Why don't you talk about <laughs> everything that went down in Virginia? Yeah. So uh, when they contacted me about the you know invite, it was a uh, it was kind of no brainer because my family is literally 10 minutes from there. So uh, it was it was cool to, you know, go down there, see my family and, you know, play in front of them because they didn't really have an opportunity to see me play because of traveling and all that, a lot of things that went into it. Um, so, you know, the Dream Bowl was supposed to be four days, I think, or Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah, four days. Game's supposed to be on Monday, and it got hit with, uh, I think it said 12 to 16 inches of snow coming in on Sunday. So, and the game be outside, so they – moved it up to Saturday and it turned into a two day weekend instead of yeah. four. So <laughs> Yeah, and so. it, it was unfortunate too because a lot of the All Star games, you know, people will check them out either on TV. The Dream Bowl was broadcasted online. Um and you know I, I tuned in for that. Um but you know most people think like scouts care about the game, but really what scouts care about is the practices, watching you do the one on one stuff and how you mm-hmm. move, how you come in and out of breaks, flexibility, hips, all that good stuff. And when you get three days of practice taken away, it can kind of, you know, it kind of stunk. Plus with the weather, who knows how many scouts were actually coming in and ended up, you know, they kind of got a bad break this year with the weather. Um, but talk about your experience at the Dream Bowl. What did you get out of it? Um, you know, how, how do you feel it went? Those types of things. Uh, it, was a, it was a great experience. You know, uh, as a little kid, you know, you think about that opportunity, to have the opportunity to play in a bowl game, senior bowl, uh, after your career is done. And um, it was a great experience. You know, the, the great people around there, uh, you know, from other schools and, you know, teammates, stuff like that, you know, you kind of keep in, keep in touch with them during the whole journey and the process, you know. Uh, so it was, it was a cool experience, fun. Um, when I was watching on TV, they had you um... – they had you creep up quite a bit. Seemed to be playing a little bit outside linebacker slash nickel corner. Um, is that something you're comfortable with coming up to the line of scrimmage, or would you prefer to be eight nine yards <laughs> off the ball? Um, that's that's the thing about me. I feel like uh, you know I could play anywhere. Uh, I have a ability to play in the box, play back, play you know anywhere I'm needed. So I'm I'm fine with playing anywhere. You know, as long as I'm on the field uh, contributing to the team, that's that's all I, I care about. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I saw something on Twitter. One of the scouts that I follow was talking about the difference between a hybrid and a tweener. And you don't really want to be a tweener. You'd rather be a hybrid. And I definitely feel that way about you because it's the same thing. Even uh, you, you probably don't want me bringing this up, but you did drop that interception in the Dream Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so. But, but that opportunity came with you playing outside linebacker or or even you know nickel corner, which I think goes to show your versatility and you get into the right spots. Um, so yeah, I think, and I and I think that's why teams want to talk to you while you're out at the Dream Bowl. I think uh, you showcase that ability. You you got the opportunity to play multiple spots in the defense. 
you're not afraid to play special teams, kick coverage, whatever it takes. And your size, I think, will be an asset for that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So um, the one thing I'm curious as I'm kind of going through this with, with the guys I've signed, what was it like signing an agent? Did you have a lot of people hitting you up? Um, how, like, what was that, what was that experience like as you were trying to figure out who you wanted to partner with? Uh, it was kind of a, it was kind of like a mini version of like recruiting at a, at a high school. Yeah. Uh, you know, you got a couple like, you know, uh, agents reaching out to you and, you know, they, they say different things. They, they have different ways of going about how they do things. So, you know, I kind of, you know, looked it over with my dad, you know, we were in the, like, he was a part of the journey too. Um, and we just put, uh, found the best fit for us, uh, you know, uh, about the whole thing and who we want to represent us. So, you know, you were a guy and we, we liked everything you was, you were bringing forward. So thankful. Yeah. Well, um, I mentioned this, um, in one of my other podcast episodes. So when I'm not interviewing players or doing like, I do a lot of like CBA kind of informational podcasts, but I have a co-host on, on Sundays that I do this with, where we're usually just talking football and all that stuff. And I, I could not have been happier with our relationship because I'll never forget it. Um, on, I think it was on Instagram or whatever you, you posted a picture of you signing and said, you know, thank you to Alex and impact sports for the opportunity. And it's just kind of interesting. It, it was very humbling. Cause I took a step back and was like, I should be thanking you for the opportunity. And I just, it, it spoke to your character and, uh, I, I said on the, on this podcast, I'm like, I couldn't be happier with the group of guys that I signed this year. Everybody's got a good head on their shoulders. They're all ready to work. And um, so thank you for the opportunity because it's, it's a two-way street. And, and I think some agents may forget that sometimes. So, um, okay. So now, so now what are you up to? What do we got you doing now? Um, training at uh, Landau Performance right now. Uh, getting, getting some great work in um, and just, you know, hanging out with my family when I have, you know, downtime, things like that. Um, not trying to do too much, trying to just rest my body and, you know, stay stay it, good for the next workout. It's a grind. It is yes, it's like it's 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 a mini and it's a mini NFL season getting ready for these combines. Yes, and sir. um, you know, I have my problems with how the NFL combine slash pro days are run because like how often in a game are you ever running forty yards in a directly straight line? Um sure. but what people don't understand is how much training and prep goes in to that. And I think the most important part of those workouts is scouts want to see that you care and that you put in the time and the effort to train. And there is so much technicalities that go into it. Um, yeah, it's a lot of work. It's mental and physical for sure. Um, you, you were the one that turned me on to, uh, to Landau and they're, they're kind of an under the radar, uh, training facility. You know, people, when they think of combine prep, they might think of Exos or Michael Johnson performance or some of those other bigger, um, bigger combine prep programs. But Landau's trained like Austin Eckler, um, some really big names as I was doing my research, getting ready to send you there. Um, what's that been like? Uh, they're great. Uh, you know, great coaching points. They, uh, you know, emphasize the little things and, uh, you know, just, just teach the technique really well. There was a lot of things that going into to training that I had no idea about. Um, and uh, they, they, they put me on with a lot of, a lot of good, good uh, pointers and good tips. 
what's a what's a normal day look like? How many times a day are you training? What's training look like? If if you just had to give the listeners a snapshot of a day in the life of Elijah during his pro day training. Okay, so we go two two times a day in the morning and the afternoon. You know, good warm up stretch every day. You know, movements, change of direction, things like that, and um, technical uh, movements for uh, you know running form, uh, shin angles, everything like that. So that's in the morning. In the afternoon, we do a lot of you know explosive things, a lot of you know speed speed training, and um, it's really great work. And uh, we were kind of talking before before we started recording. Uh, you're feeling great right now, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Which is awesome. We are about a month and a half out. Your pro day is March 28th. Yes, sir. Um, for the University of South Dakota, so I will be there in person for that. Um, it'll be it'll be exciting to watch you run, and um, you know, like I mentioned, you know, coming out of the Dream Bowl, we have a couple teams that are already interested, and can't wait to get to work on your behalf and you know we'll have an opportunity to kind of showcase um your abilities at that pro day and the best part about even though you went to an fcs school as i mentioned kind of in our openings you guys had some players and there will be no shortage of scouts there on the 28th so um big big things planned for you yes sir i'm really excited so um so that's that's kind of football is there anything anything you want to add or anything you want people to know before I start grilling you about who you are as a person? Oh, <laughs> uh, nothing much. Um, nothing much. You know, I'm just a regular guy. You know, I'm a humble. I try to stay as humble as I can because, you know, anything you get could be taken away in the fast. So I try to be humble and, you know, just stay working and do everything I can to be the best I can be. Yeah, that's a phenomenal attitude to have, especially in football. Um, you know, the average NFL career doesn't last more than four years. And uh, we've all unfortunately seen guys lose it in an instant. It's a violent game. And I think it's a phenomenal attitude to have. Yes, sir. So, so what, do you, what do you like to do outside of football? Um, you a movie guy? You a book guy? You uh, What do you like to do? Uh, I'm a, you know... <laughs> movie guy i like to play video games you know uh and really just spending time with my family that's that's really all i do i don't really do too much uh but yeah that's those are the main things i do uh you know on a regular basis things like that so what type of video games you like you like a cod guy you a madden guy what do you like to do (laughs) yeah cod madden uh 2k um you know i played a little bit of fortnite things like that so I'm kind of I'm good everywhere though. I try to play everything. <laughs> are Are you any good at any of them? Oh yes, sir. I'm pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's the humbleness coming out. Uh, the reason <laughs> The reason I ask is um, uh, Rick Saratella, who's one of the scouts for the NFL PA Bowl. He does a lot with like uh, SI.com, and that area of like esports is exploding. Um, for someone like me who hasn't really played video games since college, um, it's kind of mind blowing the number of people that will watch other people play video games. Um, but there is there is so much money, and um, they're doing a lot with athletes in esports. So if that's ever something you're interested in, uh, let me know and I can connect you up with Rick. And um, 
yeah, if you want to play video games professionally after your football <laughs> days are done, we can we can figure that out. Oh yes, sir. I'm open for that. I'm with that. <laughs> so you mentioned uh you mentioned movies. What what's what's your what's your go-to movie? All-time classic for me though is Rush, Rush Hour. You know, all three of the Rush Hours. Uh those is you know, my best. Yes, uh Chris Chris Tucker is amazing in those videos. And um so I was introduced to Chris Tucker through Rush Hour. And then that's how I found Friday, which Friday is an amazing uh movie as well. Um, Friday is definitely top three. So yeah, but you know <laughs> Friday was great. I kinda wish they would have stopped with Friday. I didn't really care for Friday after next or next Friday or kind of the sequels. Um but but Friday is just like a classic. Did you see speaking of Friday, did you see um did you see Debo Samuel? Uh, head to the airplane for the NFC Championship game. He was yeah. rocking a Debo jean jacket. <laughs> Tough. That, yeah, that's, that's, I don't. I don't know who. <laughs> I don't know who found him that jacket, but that is just brilliant marketing. I mean, that was for fantastic. Sure. Yeah, that was that was a smooth. Uh, yeah, well, when you're when and when your name's Debo, it's even better. I mean, that was just that was right. fantastic. Yes, um, <laughs> So we got rush hours, and then we got we got Friday. You mentioned Friday was top three. What rounds yes, out your top yes, your your top three? The third, um, it's gonna take some thinking. It's it's a lot put, a lot of great on the spot movies. here. <laughs> yeah, a lot of great movies. There is any uh, anything recently, or is it all kind of older movies? It's not that recent, but probably I Am Legend, Will Smith. Okay. For sure. Yeah, that's another another good one. A little more sci-fi as opposed to comedy, but yes. Um, yeah. That's yeah. It's another 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 good one. Um, so you mentioned uh, you like hanging out with family. Any siblings? Or are you an only child? Oh, I have three sisters, three older sisters, two uh, brothers, and. Yeah, a lot of lot of nieces and nephews. <laughs> so, so where do you, where do you fit in the rankings with your I'm brothers second, and sisters? I'm, I'm second to last. <laughs> okay, so, so you're almost the baby. Yeah. Okay. Any um any any of your brothers any of your sisters do anything athletically? Play college ball, uh, uh, run track, anything like that? Yeah, my brothers did. Like we all played in high school. You know, my sister played basketball. One of my sisters played basketball. Uh, and then my brothers played in college, uh, college football. One that played at Black Hill State, and then one played at Colorado Mesa. And um, yeah, so we, we kind of all played a little bit. So I can only imagine what it was like around Thanksgiving. One, just having a family <laughs> that big. Uh, I know how siblings can be fighting over turkey legs and whatnot. <laughs> uh, but then afterwards, you guys had to have some pretty amazing, like turkey turkey bowl games. Oh yeah, we 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 definitely had a little bit a little bit of fun with that. Uh, you know, we played in the street. That's just how we played. Uh, so yeah, and then when it got cold, we played in the snow. So yeah, we played a little bit. <laughs> uh, uh, any sibling in particular played dirty that you're like, hey, I got to watch my back because you know my big brother's gonna come and shove my face in the snow, or or was everybody everybody keep it clean? Uh, that, that that was kind of me. I was kind of <laughs> <that guy. laughs> so, 
Well, you're um, you're you're this one of the you know you're one of the youngest. You got to you got to take every advantage you can get. For sure, for sure. That's awesome, man. Um, so you know, fast forward five, ten, tw- hopefully twelve years when your NFL days are are over. Um, what do you what do you envision life like after football? Anything in particular you want to do? Uh, me and my you know siblings was talking about trying to do a business down the road or try to, you know, do something to help out kids in need, um, you know, in high school, like maybe take them on trips and stuff like that, just so they can see the world, stuff like that. So we want to, you know, try to do something like that down the line. Um, and yeah, that's, that's one of the goals. That's, um, that's awesome. Did you, have you, have you done a lot of traveling? Have you been able to get out and see the world or, um, is that something you, you hope to hope to do in the future here? That's something I definitely want to do. Uh, I've traveled a lot in, you know, the United States, but I haven't been out of the country yet. And I'm looking forward to, you know, taking trips out of the country and stuff like that, seeing the world a little bit more. Yeah, for sure. It's a little bit crazy right now with COVID. You, you know, as yeah. an athlete, you know all the restrictions and everything. But uh, my wife's cousins got stranded in the Bahamas for two weeks because he tested positive as he was trying to get back in. And everybody's like, oh, that must have been amazing. But, like, you don't realize that you're just stuck in a hotel room. It's not right. like you're sitting on the beach drinking Mai Tais, you know. Right, right. Um, so hopefully we can get on the other side of this and, yeah, get some sun and some travel and all those all those For things. Sure. So um, what, what else do people need to know about Elijah as you kind of get going here? What do you want people to know? Um, what's, what's your kind of your biggest characteristic as you, as you chase your dream here? Um, really just, you know, want to, you know, be motivation for other people, you know, that, uh, you know, don't believe in themselves as much as they should. I feel like that's something that is important, believing in yourself and, you know, you're going against yourself every day. You wake up, you got to make a choice whether you want to go get it or not. So that's really just something I want to be, you know, motivation for others uh, the best way I can and, uh, you know, be a light for, for some people. Yeah. I, I don't think that can be said enough because a lot of people don't understand what you can accomplish just in six months if you just get better every day for six months. Um, and, you know, there's it's kind of the law of compounding interest if you just – chase that greatness and get a little bit better. Like you said, don't compare yourself to others, but you get a little bit better every day. Um, you'll be amazed at what you can do in six months to a year and get you to wherever you want to go. Um, one other quick question and then, uh, we can, we can certainly wrap this up. I was talking about this with Clint. Um, when you went to South Dakota, did you know you'd be sitting here today talking to your agent and getting ready for a pro day? Was the NFL, I don't want to say a dream because everybody dreams of playing in the NFL. I mean, I dreamed of playing in the NFL. Um, but did you did you feel like it was a, a realistic possibility when you went to South Dakota coming out of high school? Um, you know, I always believe in myself, so I always feel it's realistic. But, I mean, when it when it became real, it really hit me like, this is real, like, like you have a couple months and your your dream could be a reality. So, you know, but growing up, I was always focused on being a college athlete, uh, wanted to play college football, and um, didn't really think too much of the NFL at the time until I, you know, got to college and was had a couple years. But 
yeah, this is great, great moment for sure. Cause you know, this is everybody doesn't have this type of opportunity. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's a lot of fun watching you reach your potential and what you're doing at Landau and how they got you prepped. Um, I, I, I can't wait to get out there this week and, and watch you do your kind of mock pro day and get a sense for where you've been. And you've only been there three or four weeks. So the improvement that has come over the last month, essentially, and then we got another month and a half to even get that even better. Um, I'm super excited to, to check that out in person and, and watch you work. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm excited. All right, man. Well, hey, if um, if people want to check you out on Instagram or Twitter, what are your what are your handles? So my Instagram is at four, and then my Twitter is at your boy EJ, Y-A-B-O-I-I underscore EJ. That's where I'm at. Awesome, man. Well, check him out. Uh, he's going to be a name you're hearing on Sundays pretty soon here. So uh, we got big, big things planned for him. Elijah, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. And um, I can't wait to get out and see you this week. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Can't wait. All right, man. Later. All right, later. All right, later.